Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 24. Glad to have you here as always. And this week's episode, we're going to talk about two key items that you can check on your website and potentially get some quick wins from. And before we get right into the content, I wanted to do a quick shout out and thanks to a new email subscriber, Gifts for Fans of Jane Austen. Glad to have you as a new subscriber and uh, that'll do it for the uh, housekeeping for this week. So let's get right into the content. And where this idea came from, I was listening to a webinar from Andrew Hansen and he's the creator of the Forever Affiliate program that I went through as far as learning how to create niche sites from scratch and how to get backlinks and build up traffic and all that. You've probably heard me talk about that previously. But I'm on his email list and he was doing a webinar this week for his Rankings Institute. And that's kind of an offshoot of the Forever Affiliate Program. And he goes way into more depth about how to get backlinks and how to get traffic and sales. And it's a much more intensive program. This program costs $997. And he's just about to open up the Rankings Institute um, again. I think it's uh, in a week or so. And if you're at all interested, you could go to rankingsinstitute.com forward slash join for more details. I am not an affiliate of that program. I'm not going through the program myself, but it was an interesting webinar in that he shared some details on how his most successful students have been doing and how they, how he believes they were able to increase their traffic and sales. And I wanted to share some of the items with you today. And basically what he said was, in one case, his most successful student, he believes that her increase in traffic rankings and revenue was due to a couple of things, but mostly due to the fact that she cleaned up a lot of uh, information on her site that was indexed, and that really shouldn't have been. So basically, he had her no-index a lot of stuff on her site. By default, if you just have a WordPress theme or just a generic, um, you know, the 2012 or 2014 themes that come with WordPress, or a um, basic WordPress theme that may not have SEO optimization portions built in. By default, a lot of pages are going to be indexed that you probably don't want indexed. For instance, category pages, tag pages. If if you have a search box on your site and people do searches, sometimes those pages get indexed. All sorts of things that you don't necessarily want Google to index. So, for instance... Nine times out of ten, you're going to want your posts and pages indexed, but maybe not necessarily all of them. So, for example, if you have a disclaimer page or you have a privacy policy privacy policy page on your site, you may not necessarily want that to show up in the search engine results, but you definitely want to have one of those. So you can no-index pages like that. And in a lot of cases, like your category pages or archive pages or things like that are just duplicates of your existing content. So if you are indexing those pages, you potentially are risking having a duplicate content issue on your site. 
And just how much that affects your site is debatable. Depending on which sites you go to, some folks will say that that definitely results in a penalty and your site will uh, lose rankings as a result. But then there's other sites that say it's not that big a deal because Google is designed to know about things like that and fix them. However, Andrew has said that in the case of that particular top student, she was able to increase her revenue almost, let's see, so she was getting about $2,500 per month initially when she had her site, and she ended up taking uh, that and multiple other sites to about 14000 per month at its peak. So while that specifically wasn't the main deciding factor, you know, press a button and get an additional you know, $12,000 of income in a month, he said that was a key factor that uh, she started to instantly see her rankings and traffic increase as a result of doing this one simple step. So that is definitely something you want to take a look at. And out of the box, like I said, the default WordPress themes may not have that necessarily set up. However, different themes like thesis right out of the box disables a lot of that by no indexing those category pages, those tag pages and things, and you have the ability to customize that. I looked around in elegant themes on my one site that I've converted over and my other site that I'm in the process of converting over, and it does have the option to no index pages and category pages and tag pages and things like that. So most of your premium themes are going to have that option to turn to enable no indexing of those particular pages. And also, if you're using one of the SEO plugins, like the Yoast WordPress SEO plugin, that also has the option. So I know a lot of folks use that, so I'm going to click over to that on my site here. And where I found that was, if in your left-hand bar, if you have the SEO option there, if you have the WordPress SEO by Yoast installed, if you click on the Titles and Metas link, and go to the taxonomies tab in the middle of your screen. It has an option for category pages, tag pages, format pages, and other things on there. You'll see on each of those uh, little subcategories there, there is a button that says Meta Robots No Index Follow. If you click that option, what that means is it'll tell Google not to index those pages, but it will still follow any links that are on there. So that's generally what you want to do in most cases like this. And again, you may have that option to do so via your theme, but you can also do that via free plugin like the WordPress SEO plugin by Yoast. And I imagine the all-in-one SEO plugin probably has that as well, but I don't have that installed. So I just wanted to give you one way that you could easily and quickly check that so that you could no index those pages. And one way you can find out if your site is actually indexing those pages right now, if you go to Google and type in the search box site colon in your site.com or dot whatever. So for instance, if I were to check my site, I would type in site colon www.nichesitetools.com. No spaces or anything in there, so it's just all one word. And that'll show you all of the pages and posts that Google is indexing for your particular site. So if you only have, let's say, 20 or so articles or posts or pages, you should only see maybe one or two pages of things that Google 
as index. But if instead you see all sorts of weird things that you wouldn't expect, like search results, category pages, archive pages, that are just basically replays of existing other posts that are already indexed, you're definitely going to want to clean that up. And once you do, you could experience a pretty significant increase in queries and in the search rankings and traffic. So that's definitely something you're going to want to look into and do a little bit more research on. And again, that was the no index tag. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. Like I mentioned, you can either do so via your theme. You can do so via one of the SEO plugins like the WordPress SEO plugin by Yoast. Or you could also look into doing that via a robots.txt file. And that's basically when the Google robots crawl your site, it'll look in there in addition to checking the tags for your posts or pages. So that's just one other way. I'm not going to get into the robots.txt version as that's a little bit uh, above and beyond what we're uh, trying to accomplish here. But that is one way. It's slightly different in how things are handled. But I would recommend for most folks you do so either via your theme or via one of the SEO plugins. And I'm going to switch over to give you a description of why this is important. Mark Mason did a great job of explaining this. And I'm just going to read this verbatim from one of the transcripts from his podcast. And it's a couple of paragraphs long, but he, I think, like I said, he really does a great job of explaining what this means and why you want to fix these issues. And I will definitely link to his particular podcast episode in the show notes for this particular episode, which is going to be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 24. And you can check out more of Mark's podcast episodes and posts over at his uh, his website, which is latenightim.com. And here we go. It says there are two kinds of things that you can do when Google is scanning your site. It's called crawling when the Google robot comes to crawl your website. There are a couple of directives that you can tell the robot that Google will to some degree respect. You can tell Google, don't index this page, which means, hey, Google, I got this page here. It's for my users, but I'm telling you in advance that I really don't want it in your search engine results. It's not really something that is appropriate for your search engine, and it's not the kind of thing that we want searchers to land on. That's helpful to Google because they're counting on you as a webmaster to tell them what's good to keep in the index and what isn't good to keep in the index. Then there's also nofollow, which tells Google, hey, Google, not only do I not want you to index this page, I don't even want you to go there. Don't go and don't read that page. So in the case of no index, you're telling Google you're free to read the page and follow whatever links you find there and crawl around my site by going down the page, but I don't want you to actually put this page in your index. In the case of no following, you're telling Google, I don't even want you reading this page. This page is not for you. I don't want you to find links on this page and follow those links and pass link juice down through these links. These are the kinds of things that you do when you're optimizing link juice on your site. In the case of duplicate content, though, what you're telling Google is, this category page just contains information that you've already indexed. I want you to read this page and find the links to all the posts that are here and all the links that are on those pages. Feel free to read it, but this is duplicate content, and I do not want you to index this page because I know you don't like duplicate content. The one exception to this is if you have a category page that is somehow unique. Perhaps your category page starts off with 800 unique words of unique content, and in that case, you may want to index it. Or if your category page is something that you want to index strategically for some reason, you could do that. 
That's the kind that's the first kind of duplicate content. You'd be amazed at how many people out there on the internet have accepted default settings in WordPress and thus have indexed their category pages, tag pages, redirected home pages, etc., etc., and they may have four or five copies of the same content in Google's index. Google does not like that, and that is one of the things like 404 errors where they will put that in a list if you've been naughty or nice. Duplicate content goes on the naughty list just like 404 errors do. And those things add up against you over time, pushing your site down in the rankings. It's like if you're trying to swim and somebody keeps handing you one pound weights. It just makes it harder and harder to swim. Maybe you can swim with five pounds of weights in your hands, but it's easier to swim without them. Ranking is the same way. For duplicate content, you want to make sure that from Google's point of view, you don't have duplicate content on your site. So I think you did a great example of explaining that, why you would want to no index and no follow your content. So in most cases, like you mentioned, for category pages and tag pages and things like that, no index and follow is the default. So that's what it uh, showed when I went into the WordPress SEO. No index and follow. If you clicked on the checkbox, that's, that would, that's what would happen if you enabled that. So that's kind of what you're going to want to do in most cases. So you want Google to go there. You want them to follow links on there to your other content and pass link juice, but you do not want them to index that content because most likely it's going to be a duplicate and you can end up weighing your site down. So that is one key factor that you can enable right now as far as no indexing those category pages, tag pages, and things like that. And you may very quickly notice an increase in queries coming to your site, increase in rankings, and increase in traffic. And you can check that by going to your um, Google Analytics account and taking a look at the SEO queries that are hitting your site and see if you get an increase there. And along those same lines, something else I've mentioned before that goes right along with that, as, I, as you saw me mention in the article, Mark also mentioned 404 errors, and that also has the same effect on your site. And what 404 errors are is when you link to things on your website and those links disappear over time. So you've linked to somebody's website that no longer exists. Maybe it expired or the URL changed or somebody leaves a comment on your site and in that comment by default it links to their website if they left a url and maybe their site is no longer working so it's definitely good to go through and check for 404 errors at least on an every other month or so basis i usually do that probably every once every two months and it's something i would recommend as well and that's another thing where you could potentially see a quick win as well. So no indexing those pages that really don't need to be in the index and cleaning up 404 errors. And that actually takes us right into our tool of the week, which actually was a great suggestion from Crystal. And actually, I forgot to mention, she was a uh, reason for this post as well. She had mentioned to me this exact uh, issue as far as no indexing. She saw the same thing on Mark Mason's podcast and his transcript. And she went to her site and uh, did no index or category pages, tag pages, and things like that. And she emailed me a screenshot of her results. She was seeing queries around somewhere between 0 and 10 queries per day on average on the site 
website that really doesn't get a lot of traffic of hers. And she no-indexed those category tag pages and uh, archive pages and things like that. And she said she immediately the next day saw an increase of those queries and impressions of her site to over 100 per day. So it it definitely resulted in some very quick results, and that was part of the reason I wanted to bring this to you today. Most of my pages and things like that are already no index because I have the thesis theme currently on my niche site tools site, and that had a lot of that uh, already built into the theme, and it was definitely SEO optimized right out of the gate. So I had the benefit of when I set up my site, all that was already enabled. So I wouldn't see a quick win from that because I can't do anything about it. It's already doing what it should. But in the case of most folks, if you can no index those pages, you may see within 24 hours some increase in traffic and rankings. And if you also check out 404 errors on your site and clean those up, both of those things combined can really have a positive effect on your site and really you can get some quick wins out of those, which was my goal for this week. And uh, as I was about to say, the tool of the week is Site liner.com s-i-t-e-l-i-n-e-r.com and you can quickly and easily go to that site plug in your own website url in there and it'll go through and do an analysis of all your posts and pages and all the content on your site and i think it has a limit of from the free version of up to 250 different pieces of content so i think for most folks that are at least just starting out it's gonna fit uh, most of your needs so it'll go through your site check everything as far as duplicate content goes. It will check for 404s and uh, it'll give you a full report there on your screen for you to dig through. And that site was actually a suggestion from Crystal as well. She had found it when going to copyscape.com to check duplicate content on her site and uh, they link to SiteLiner.com on their site. So that's how I found it previously as well. It does a great job. Like it can show you different pages on your site that are no index. For example, if I click on my site there, I can see my privacy page is uh, no index, my disclaimer page, and all of my tag pages. So exactly how I would uh, have planned to have it there. Looks like it's correct. And it shows I do not have any broken links because I recently checked the, on those. So Everything looks as expected on that particular site for me, but that's one quick and easy way you can check, and it'll check your whole site for you. So if you do see broken links, for example, the last time I checked, they were in a couple of different comments that people had left over time. They were maybe a year or so old, and their websites had expired. So I just went into my WordPress dashboard, went into that particular comment, and removed that person's URL, and that immediately cleared up the 404 errors. So it's really quick and easy for you to go through through and clean things up after the fact once you see the report from SiteLiner.com on your screen. And again, it's free. You can check it out and uh, you can see exactly what is indexed and what shouldn't be. And you can also do like I mentioned before, which is just go to Google.com and in the search box type site colon and then your full URL with no spaces. And that will show you everything that you currently have ranked in Google. And you can determine just by quickly looking through there if you don't have a whole ton of content, uh, what exactly is indexed and what you really wouldn't necessarily want to show up in the result. 
So that pretty much wraps up what I wanted to cover today. My goal was to provide some quick wins for you guys. If you do have an existing website, this is two ways that you could potentially increase traffic and rankings rather quickly by fixing 404 errors and no indexing pages that really shouldn't be out there in the search engine. So hopefully that helps you. I'd really love to hear from you if you do implement those steps. And if you do see an increase in your traffic and rankings through analytics and uh, through more visitors to your site, that would be awesome to hear. I would love to hear that uh, things worked out great for you. So just drop me a comment or you can always email me. Chris at nichesitetools.com. And if you haven't yet had a chance to subscribe, I would recommend you do so. You can go to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe and you can join up with my email list. You'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide and you'll also be tapped in so that anytime I publish a new blog post or a podcast episode, you'll immediately get an email so that you know there's uh, something cool to check out. And thanks so much for checking out the podcast episode this week and being a valued member of the community. And I hope you have a fantastic upcoming week. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.